0: My favorite time. Episode 9's. Mike talks about guns and roses. This is where Mike rants about the upcoming Guns N' Roses reunion. Take it, Mike. Alright, Mike. I don't know if you know this. Actually, I know you know this. I just got done training Axel. I know. I'm getting Axel in rock star shape, man. I don't want him to be I don't want him to embarrass me on stage. Especially all
1: the talk I've been giving to people, strangers, homeless people, particularly about the reunion that might happen. That'd be really embarrassing if he just shows up and sucks for everybody, including me. Yeah, so
0: it's just a big responsibility, Mike, I've he's undertook. Got, he's got re- the world on his bike shorts, you know. He's really yeah, got to step it up. Well, let's, let's not think about Axel. Let's uh, think about me for a second. Which oh, yeah. is huge for my career, by the way. Oh yeah, I mean, you're, I, uh, you're the trainer of fucking Axel Rose, dude I am Axl Rose's personal trainer So this is, this is what we did this morning, Mike I'm listening We went for a jog around the park Now, we didn't stop the jog There's no distance involved But, uh... Axl has to, re- has to sing the lyrics of every song on Appetite for Destruction Hi, Elizabeth Elizabeth just showed up, everybody! So um, we- Hi, Elizabeth, I'm Mike Nice Everybody, we have a new uh, member of the audience. Her name is Elizabeth. She's from Peru. So we've got Peru covered. We've got Argentina. We've got
1: London, which is actually not a country, but I'm just going to throw it in there.
0: <laughs> and we have chat from Albany, New York. That's right. I'm Albanian. <laughs> I'm Albanian. That's true. <laughs> and I pr- and I pronounce Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes. Uh-huh. So. We ran around the park until he was done reciting all the lyrics to Appetite for Destruction. You got it? Yes. And then we cooled down. We didn't cool down. We just stretched out a little bit. We did some like light sit-ups and push-ups. Did you do Superman uh, push-ups? No. Okay. We basically started out with knee push-ups. So he's on his knees. He's a little weak right now. He's, he's not angry either. I, he needs the Eye of the Tiger. So then we went back to uh, the spot where I've i got a new sort of plyometric box. Are you familiar with plyometrics? It's fast explosive movements. So it's jumping, stuff like that. So I have these plyometric boxes made up to look like Marshall stacks. <laughs> so I was making mar- uh, Axle jump on mini Marshall stacks to start. Now we have to work up to the double triple stacks that he'll be touring with once Guns N' Roses gets back together. Of course. Now, uh, speaking of which, sir, do you have any uh, new developments in the guns and roses
1: I do have something reunition, I, I, uh, reunition? you know this is per <laughs> me uh, ammunition i don't have any ammunition on me today, but I, I did want to read something to you and uh, recount an, an anecdote basically there's no uh, you know updated news on a few really crappy b level news websites from other countries they're like guns and roses are totally getting back together, but not not exactly the most reliable sources so i'm just gonna Read you this little news excerpt. Uh, at one point, there's this band called uh, the Eagles of Death Metal.
0: Have you, are you familiar with them? Uh, the Eagles of Death Metal? I've never yeah. heard of them.
1: They are kind of like a hipster, semi-ironic rock band. They're friends with the guys in Queens of the Stone Age. And uh, at one point, they were going to open for Guns N' Roses. And while after they played, Axel got on the microphone and said, uh, basically... The Eagles of shit metal are never playing with us again. Get them off our tour, right? So he said this during the show. And so obviously that was a little awkward. And so the the lead singer of that band, uh, there was an article recently where he talked about the incident. This was years ago. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, what year did that happen?
1: That probably happened four years ago. But then this is a recent article.
0: Wait, four years ago that happened? Something like that, yeah. During his, like... Guns N' Roses, fake Guns N' Roses tour? Yeah, and that's a whole other conversation we can have, another podcast. Let's just ignore, like, the three Star Wars movies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty much the same thing. So he goes, uh, Every year since Axl Rose fired us from the tour, I've sent him a very sincere request around Christmas time, inviting him to come in the studio and record two Christmas songs and be released as the pigeons of shit metal. And I always close it with a very judgmental, because I want you to know, Axl, I'm willing to forgive you and I feel like the rest of the world is too. So that's just kind of a nice little, you know, as we head into the holiday season, <laughs> I figured it was only appropriate to uh, share that with you. Uh, unfortunately, Axel has not, never replied to that request as far as I can tell, well, probably that,
0: because he kicks the shit out of that band. Um, well in Axel's defense, that letter or where did he post it? But to me it sounds very sarcastic. So if I were Axel, I would think the guy was just beating a dick.
1: I, I agree, and he, the guy goes on to say, and I think we kind of agree with this, Axel Rose unfairly and incorrectly is identified as Guns N' Roses, and I take umbrage to that. To me, Guns N' Roses is Duff McKagan, Izzy fucking Stradlin, Slash, and Steven Adler, and then Axel. When Axel was alone in the band, it was just GNR. The Uns and the Osas became Velvet Revolver. I think if Guns N' Roses really wants to play again, then Axel should grow the fuck up, and let the Guns N' Roses play, and that ain't gonna happen unless it's the actual members, unless you want to turn Guns N' Roses into a band like Menudo, or if it's trying to turn into Ringling Brothers and Barnum & Bailey's Circus. I mean, the Ringling Brothers are dead, but you can still go to their circus, I guess. And that ends my Guns N' Roses segment for the day. A little bit on a down note, sorry.
0: Yeah, last (laughs) week was much more fun than that. And this was a little bit of a... they
1: are still totally gonna get back together, and we're gonna go, and it's gonna be fucking amazing.
0: It's just in, Bowtie Joe's, not coming.
1: This just in, Kalik had a picture of a penis or her cell phone that Marsha was looking at. And Marsha never gets anybody to send her pictures of their dick. But maybe that could change. If people out there want to send Marsha a dick pic, now's your chance. It's www.marsha.com
0: Marsha Dick Pic Lopez <laughs> So the new hashtag, hashtag Marsha's dick pic. Hashtag Marsha's dick pic. So everybody on Instagram, take a picture of your penis and hashtag Marsha's dick pic. (laughs) Here's the last one from Elizabeth from, she's from Peru, but you can pass for Lebanese. You can pass for Lebanese. I'm just saying your, your your pick is from The band Thievery Corporation From the movie Garden State Good choice Lebanese blonde You don't find Very many Lebanese
1: blondes Dude this is perfect Dick pick music Yes you do Shakira dyes her hair blonde And she's from Leba- She's Lebanese There's one
0: And, this and, song and is-
1: half Colombian Half Lebanese yeah. So this
0: song is about Shakira If you'd like to see some pictures of the podcast, just go to Jumpin' Jack Chad on Instagram. Jumpin' without the G. Download for free. Uh, Chad, last podcast?
1: Yes. You said, I want everybody email me at jumping jump, jumpinjackchad.com. How can somebody email your, your internet address? I noticed that from last podcast. Typo. If they go to jumpinjackchad.com, my email's right on the front page. That's
0: a lot of effort for people... All right, I'll, let's install the chips, you just have to think it. We will think it, so. How long is this song? As long as you're sending uh, dick
1: pics to Marsha, <laughs> you might as well send your dick pics to uh, hashtag Jumpin' Jack
0: Chad dick pics. I'll edit that out. <laughs> I don't want to eat all these. Why is, this here? Why is this here? There's way too much food in front of my face. The food is in my face. Again, the only way to really know if something is good is to put it in your mouth. I don't know. I, this podcast isn't long enough. For what, the, your Steven Seagal rant? Yeah. Can you summarize <laughs> it? Can you give us a brief synopsis of why hashtag you hate? Steven Ga- Seagal is an asshole. And don't forget, hashtag your dick pic to Marsha Lopez.
1: <laughs> Get them all taught. There's an article about him How he's a complete fraud Across like the every level he is, But he's an actor he's a What do you mean? And he like He's just a complete asshole
0: So he's not He doesn't I think he Friday. like
1: uh, he, he got in trouble For um, sexual assault Assaulting uh, Somebody that was like his somebody that he w- th- Somebody that he employed Or something It's this long story I ran in a magazine Once and I read it Because I I was always wondering Does this guy actually know Like martial arts Or is he full of shit? He's full of shit He's complete. Oh. oh he actually He does know oh. No no he does He does know martial arts he doesn't mo- I mean, have you ever seen him run? Whoa. Here's the thing. Yeah, well, when you're like 400 pounds, how are you supposed to run? He runs like a T-Rex. He, he is he does he, he does know a lot of martial arts, so he is legit in that way. But like he his big claim to fame was he was the first person to open a uh, white guy to open a dojo in Japan. And the only reason he was able to do that is because his father in law owned the dojo. So it wasn't like, oh, this guy from the West, he's just unbelievable or, you know, whatever the martial art is. Ow. He was married to somebody else, an Asian woman, came to this country, he was still married, and then got married to Kelly LeBrock. Yes. He's a a scumbag. Sounds like a good guy. Um, He said in his movie, uh, his first movie, it was like hinted that he worked for the CIA, and he has like no ties to the CIA at all. He basically stole somebody else's life story, made a movie about that guy, and pretended it was his life story. He's a fraud. But he's got a hell of a ponytail. And then you know what's the most annoying thing about Steven Seagal, now that we're talking about him, is I have a lot against him because he's a complete fraud, however the best martial artist of all time in the last like 20 years is a guy named Anderson Silva from Brazil. And Anderson Silva uh, had him in his corner during like a big UFC fight and it was just so upsetting to see a guy who's legitimately like an awesome fighter with this complete fraud. And then uh, he did this ridiculous kick and he knocked this guy out and the reporter said where'd you learn this kick? And he said, Steven Seagal. I was
0: like, what the fuck? I don't understand. You, <laughs> All right, hope you enjoyed that segment. Let's name it Mike's GNR Rant with Marsh's Dick I'm going to end this segment with one of my favorite bands Tenacious D your ass, yes. get to Tiananmen Square, oh yeah motherfucker, this goes out, out to Steven Jerry Seagal, hey, yeah, you broke the rules, now I pull out glory days, hair. episode 9, thanks for listening. treat me, and then he lied, tried to hide, and I died deep inside, and you know the reason why, I'm gonna kick your ass, from here to right over there, oh yeah, motherfucker, I'm gonna kick your fucking dairy in, yeah, yeah, you broke the rules, now I'll pull out all your pure hair, you Motherfucker.